are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in this Wednesday show for you. We're going to talk about what's coming up tomorrow on the weekly podcast, a first-time guest that I've never had on. That's why they'd be a first-time guest. We're going to talk about uh, an announcement in regards to Joey's season that I'll be breaking exclusively today in a few minutes. Yes, there's an update in the Laura Owens situation because she did something yesterday that we have not seen her do before. And we're going to talk about reindeer games from Big Brother. So keep it all right here. We'll get to all that momentarily. So let me start off with this. I, you know, we've been talking about the fact that filming ended for Joey's season right around a month ago. And none of Joey's women have been able to go public because they're told by production when they can. Um, It is very weird that they have taken this long. And because usually it's right after all of filming is done, then all the women can go public. And then normally what happens is, you know, last year they became official. You know, obviously we know the 32 or the, was it 30 women or 32 women on Joey's season? I think it's 30, yeah, 32, because 10 went home the first night. We know the 32 women because they, they release them on the Facebook page, but then they take that down right when filming begins. That's only up for like three days. So the only people who know who are on Joey's season are the diehards who have been following me or any of the other sites that put up all the women when the Facebook page was posted. And I found their last names and their Instagram accounts. Posted it that day. Within 24 hours, you had everybody. But they haven't been brought up since. Last year for Zach's season, the women were posted on January 4th. Um, so, and I was like, wow. I mean, maybe they were waiting for January, you know, the first week of January this year to do it. What I'm hearing is this. Today, you're getting Zach's women are going to be announced officially, whether it's on People or EW.com, I don't know. But that also means that the women will be going public today. So you have that to look forward to, I guess. I know like I know this is a big day for a lot of people who just love to just scour every single picture and every single caption that every single one of these 32 women has posted over the course of their lives. Um, I'll follow a few of them, but I can guarantee you tomorrow, unless one of these women literally has a picture of them, I don't know, uh, holding a swastika or something just totally inappropriate, I'm not going to sit here and judge them based on what's on their Instagram account. Unless, like I said, it is problematic, it is racist, it is, you know, putting down a group of people, something like that. But, you know, just sitting there, I know people are just going to dissect every single thing they do. All I can ask is, when these women go public today, don't say anything. Don't write anything. Well, I'm not going to say don't write anything. Put it this way. Write something if it's positive. If you want to compliment them and say, oh, I love your dress. Can't wait to see you on Joey season. You're so pretty or whatever, just to kiss their ass like a lot of fans do. Um, You know, that's better than nothing or that's better than something negative for sure. But whatever you do, I, I just I wouldn't read into anything about these women's personalities just by their pictures. It's just there's. I think a lot of people are, are, a lot of the contestants are a little bit deeper than that. Hey, some aren't. But we still have not seen any of them speak 
We've not still seen any of them act on television. Now, you might have found an old video of them or whatever. Like, Daisy has a few videos out there talking about her cochlear implant. So you can Google those, and you've probably seen those by now. Um, There are a couple other women that have videos out there if you look hard enough. But today, when they go public, you'll be able to scour every single thing that they've posted, and you'll be able to rip them apart, since that's what people love to do for something they wore or how their hair looked back in 2016 or whatever the case may be. All I'm saying is you don't need to be negative, you know? They're going to go public. You want to follow them? Great. But I I just wouldn't start with the prejudging already, you know? I mean, it's their first day, quote-unquote, on the job. And these are women that... I don't know, pretty much for the most part, have probably never had one negative thing written about them on their Instagram pages, you know, because up until they went on this show, pretty much the only people that knew who they were were friends and family, you know, so they weren't judged by anybody other than friends and family. And for the most part, I'm guessing friends and family didn't tell them they looked ugly in a certain dress or that dress doesn't look good on them or their hair sucks or why'd you do your makeup like that, you know, so and, and this is in any of the Joey's women who happen to be listening to this. Just know that while you're probably excited that you get to go public today, today is the first day that you can start beginning to realize, holy shit, people are going to find something about me that they don't like. I've never really had that in my life because most people that follow me are my friends and family. And unless I did something really outrageous, most of them aren't going to take the time to write something on my Instagram or DM me anything in regards to something negative that they don't like. Well, it starts today. You're going to get negative reaction. Every single one of you is going to get something negative. Some of you are going to get it way more than others. Some of you are going to get it for reasons that maybe are legit. But most of the time, it's probably not going to be legit. These people that comment negative stuff are trolls. They have no lives Their lives suck. They try and live vicariously through people that they watch on an edited television show. Just know that. So while it may suck to have to deal with negative comments, just know it is coming. Now, it's probably not coming too hard from now until January 22nd because they still haven't seen you on TV yet. Once they get you on TV, that's when it'll probably pick up. Now they're just going to probably... you know, leave nice comments or follow you and stuff like that. But I just want to give you a warning. Do this every season. Just know it's coming. And as for the trolls out there or anybody listening who feels like they need to say something to one of the women, just think about it like this. If you had a daughter, or even if you do currently have a daughter, and you're about to write something negative to one of Joey's women, just think, how would I feel if somebody wrote this to my daughter? I know that sounds very cliche, but it's true. Hopefully people will take that to heart. My guess is they won't. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. But uh, I'm putting it out there because you'll never see me write one thing on anybody's Instagram page. I can't remember the last time I ever wrote on a contestant's page, and I do this for a living. It's just like, what's the point? I don't need to send them anything, you know. But um, I'm hearing they're going to be released today. And uh, the women, will be able, uh, you know, they're going to be posted. I, you know, who usually does it? EW people. One of the two does it. And then once it is out, usually that happens around, you know, 
lunchtime or whatever, then you'll see these women go public today. So I guess today is a big day for a lot of people. I will be at home watching the Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert for the one time I'm allowed to watch it. Isn't that weird that Amazon is running the Eras Tour, but yet once you purchase it for $19.89, once you purchase it, you have 45 days to watch it. But the second you press start, you have only 48 hours to watch it. And I'm like, okay, that uh, fine. They want you to watch it within 48 hours of starting it. However, you can only watch it once. Like, I just spent $19.89 on this, and I can't watch it 15 times? That I've never understood. Anyway, <laughs> that's my Taylor Swift tangent uh, for this open. But, uh, yeah, expect it. It's coming today. Uh, the Women for Joey season will be officially released by the show, and they will go public on Instagram. And as for tomorrow's weekly podcast, we have a first-time guest, someone from Clayton's season. You know, before we had Cassidy Timbrooks on about a month ago, I had never had any of Clayton's women on my podcast, and now I've had two in the last month. Tomorrow, it's going to be Lindsay Wyndham. She lasted four episodes on Clayton's season. You might remember her. She also went down to Paradise last summer and was one of the last people on. As I say... I don't care about these people in terms of how long they lasted on a show, whether it was one night or whether it was nine episodes, ten episodes, or made it to the end. Everybody's got a story. I think Lindsay's got a cool story. She shares some funny behind-the-scenes stories in regards to what happened during filming. This is something that I've never heard. She's going to share a story tomorrow that I guarantee none of you have ever heard about something that happened with the women on Clayton's season. Let me just give you the topic that it surrounds birth control you got to hear this story and you know when you after you hear it you're going to be like wow that's crazy but then if you go and remember the show unreal you're just like yeah maybe it's not that crazy so pay attention to that good interview with Lindsay windham uh coming tomorrow from clayton season uh, i can't remember what number of podcast that is i think we're at 370 now might be 370 so look for that coming tomorrow you guys, you've probably heard the word microdosing, right? If not, just know all sorts of people are microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. It kind of gives you that right feeling where you're at peace, like after a workout or a, a nice long shower, you're relaxed, you're focused, you're energized, you're in the zone. Microdosing can help you get in that zone easier and stay there longer. When you talk about microdose gummies, you know, immediately some people think, oh, my taking weed and whatever. No, you're not getting high by taking a microdose gummy. What it does is it relieves anxiety or pain or muscle tension. It boosts your mood, gets you relaxed. It uh, helps you fall asleep and it helps you stay asleep. It also helps you focus and adds to your creativity. You know, microdose, microdose gummies do exactly what I need them to do for me because I'm not a weed guy at all. I've never smoked weed in my life. I'll say that right now. But a tiny dose of THC, totally different because I do it at the end of the night works for me, relaxes me, gets me out of my head, gets any stresses that I had during the day. It just kind of mellows you out. That's exactly what I need. So to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code REALITYSTEVE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com. Promo code reality Steve, microdose.com, promo code reality Steve for 30% off your first order. 
Okay, so today was going to be another podcast where I spent a lot of it talking about Laura Owens and something she had done last night. However, here's what happened. Last night, she posted on her Facebook page, and she posted a five-minute video of herself basically crying for five minutes and talking about how she's been bullied by Dave Neal and myself. I watched about the first two minutes of it, but I was watching Big Brother Reindeer Games at the time, so I was just like, I'll finish it up when Reindeer Games is over. By the time Reindeer Games is over, she had already deleted it off of her Facebook. I don't know if somebody got to her and said this isn't a good idea. I don't know if it was a legal thing. I have no idea why she deleted it. But it was up for less than 30 minutes, so I have no idea if someone screen recorded it and it's still out there. But what I saw in the two minutes that I saw, she said things like, well, she basically said, uh, I've been bullied uh, by Dave. What attached to it was clips from Dave's Patreon show and a couple of his YouTube videos of just things that he has said covering the Laura Owens case. And then it's it goes into a video of her for a little over five minutes. She's crying. She's upset. And basically is just saying uh, she's being bullied and this is how she's being bullied and this is what she's had to deal with for two months. And she also says, in the, at least in the two minutes that I saw, she said she was not suicidal and she wasn't doing this video and making this video for you to feel sorry for her and for pity. And it's just like when you look at it from the outside, it's like, why would anyone post a five-minute video of them crying, talking about being bullied, if they didn't want pity? She claims it's because I'm just letting you all know that as low as it can get for you, we're here for each other. And if I can get through it, you can get through it. Like, that's what she's claiming the video is about. I have an opinion of the video that I saw, which I'm allowed to have. And that opinion is she was clearly looking for pity. I, there's no other reason why you would cry on a video for five minutes and show it to America or everybody that follows you on Facebook. What's the point? So the ironic thing about all of this, if you really break it down, is she posted a five-minute video of herself crying about being bullied for the last two months by Dave Neal and myself. The funny thing is, Laura, if you really take an introspective look at yourself, which I know is impossible for her to do, but... If she were to really look at it, the ironic thing is she's been the bully for the last two months. She's the one that tells people if you don't believe her, you're in the wrong. She's the one that threatens defamation suits against people. She's the one that has filed TROs against people. So who's the bully? Again, all we're doing is commenting on a public court case. If she says she's being bullied, I want to see the messages that she's getting. And I can tell you right now, if she is getting messages that are uh, negative from fans or whatever, they aren't from Dave Neal and Reality Steve. And those are the two people that she's claiming have been bullying her. So if you have been getting other messages, by all means, let's see them. I want to see the messages you got from people. Laura also hasn't responded to me in over a month, and I wish she would, because I'd love to talk to her. 
I've been wanting to talk to her since the last time I messaged her and said, let's talk. She ghosted me since then. So I've given her ever opportunity now, and I'm going to continue to give her ever opportunity. That's why I was hoping she wouldn't have deleted the video last night because, you know, she claims that everything is one-sided and we're all against her. Great. I would have posted her video that she posted on Facebook last night. I would have played it. I would have played the audio of it. I would have played the audio of it on the podcast today to let everyone hear what she had to say. I'm sure a lot of people would have laughed at it because it's just insane what she's saying. She's been the bully in all of this, unfortunately. She, is she ever going to see that? Can she ever come to that realization? No. I already know that just by what she's emailed me in the past. She doesn't think she's done anything wrong. It's like, you realize, Laura, none of us would know about this story if you didn't go public. You were the one who told the son this whole story, and they ran with it. So from the second you did that, I don't know if you know how the internet works. Apparently she doesn't. But at no point has she ever said, I regretted doing that. At no point has she ever said, I want to take it back. She's doubled down on everything that she said in the very first son story. So it's like she's had every opportunity here. And yet the main thing that she came forward with was to tell everybody, I'm pregnant with twins. They are Clayton Eckerds and he's ignoring me. So I have to go public with this because I need a parental plan in the state of Arizona. Great. We are now over seven months in and you've yet to prove it. You've yet to prove that Clayton is the father. So why are we not allowed to comment on this? You're not making any sense, Laura. You can sit there and cry all you want and tell everybody and all your minions that you're being bullied when the bottom line is you know for a fact you're the one that's been bullying others. You're the one who writes in emails and threatens people and manipulates people by saying things like, if I harm myself, the blood is on your hands, Dave Neal. That's not bullying somebody. We saw the email. I read it to everybody yesterday that you wrote Clayton. That's not a form of bullying, telling him that you will stop taking abortion pills if he dates you. That's not any form of bullying. You don't think that whatsoever. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I would put Laura Owens on my podcast in two seconds, but she won't do it. She will never face up to what's going on. How come I've, how come I've said on numerous podcasts, show us your latest OBGYN report. Go into your patient portal and print that out. Laura, if you show us that, Dave and I, I guarantee you, will apologize at the drop of a hat for everything that we have said. We'll take everything down. All you have to do is actually prove to us what you've been saying in emails and what you've been saying publicly, that you're pregnant with twins and they're Claytons. Prove it. Show us a, show us your last uh, visit to the OBGYN from your patient portal. Show us, go, get on a FaceTime with either of us. Show us that you're pregnant. You haven't been able to do any of that. So why are we not allowed to talk about the story? You go on Facebook last night, you post a five-minute video of you crying, pretty much looking for sympathy, and then within 30 minutes, it's already gone. So again, what are you doing? We're allowed to talk about that. If you never would have posted that last night, I wouldn't have brought you up today. But I think that's fairly relevant that you did that. And then you deleted it. <laughs> I said, I, I know I know some of you think I'm crazy for even allowing Laura, if, if she were to ever respond to me, to put her on this podcast. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Because I've got a lot of questions for her. 
But why do you think Laura won't come on my podcast? Take a wild guess why you think she won't come on. Because she doesn't want to get cross-examined. And she doesn't want to have to prove anything to anybody. She thinks she can just get away with things by just saying this is the way things are. Well, sorry. It's almost 2024. You have to have evidence to back up claims that you're making nowadays. Back in the day, you could get away with what she was doing. Not anymore. I don't know what her end game is here. It's not making any sense to me. I don't know why she posted a five-minute crying video last night and then deleted it within minutes. No idea. Your guess is as good as mine. But Laura, I have no problem sharing your side of the story with my audience. Because you say Dave and I only take Clayton's side. No, we'll share your side. I have absolutely no problem sharing your side. But you'll never do it. Because to you, sharing your side means, Steve, I just want to say everything going on with me and I don't want to be questioned about anything. Because if you don't believe me, then why am I going to come on your podcast and say it? No. I don't believe you because you haven't answered any important questions in regards to what you are claiming. That's why I don't believe you. I have proof of the things that you have sent me that I've, I have questions about. Why am I not allowed to have questions about what you're claiming? Anybody with half a brain would have questions about what you're claiming. That's all I'm doing. I have questions. Dave has questions. Clayton has questions. The fucking audience has questions. And you won't answer any of them. Gee, I wonder why. And finally, last night I watched Reindeer Games, penultimate episode. We are down now to the final four that are going to play for the Reindeer Games on Thursday. Last night, Xavier just continues to dominate in the Santa's Challenge. What does he get? Is that his fourth one that he's won in? It was down to him and Brittany after uh, Frankie had already won and Taylor had already won. And Taylor ended up taking Nicole. Taylor was able to, she won the very first comp last night, meaning she could take one person to automatically go to the Reindeer Games finals with her. And she chose Nicole. So then Frankie, Brittany, and Xavier had to compete in a memory challenge. And Frankie won that. So he became the third guy in the finals, third person to make it to the finals. And then it was down to Xavier and... Brittany and they had to compete in one final challenge and the winner of that became the fourth person and if you watched it you saw it. like they had to hang on um not a tight rope <laughs> zip lines <laughs> I can't even losing my mind here um they had to hang on a zip line kick over boxes and then build a puzzle through that well Xavier kicked over all the boxes and Brittany hadn't kicked over one. They kept showing her missing the boxes and then climbing back up and missing the boxes. So maybe it was the editing, but I was just like, how in the world is Brittany even remotely close to beating Xavier in this? Because it got to a point where it looked like she had more boxes up on her puzzle than Xavier did, yet Xavier had every box already kicked off and she hadn't knocked off one. It almost seemed like it was unfair. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how she got all the boxes off. We didn't even see. I almost feel like what wasn't shown to us where they were just like, look, we can't have her not kick off any boxes. This is ridiculous. Be too much of a blowout. So let's just knock all the boxes off for her. I don't know. Just weird. But um, Xavier ended up winning anyway. So Xavier, Frankie, Taylor, and um, Nicole 
are your final four. They'll compete in the Reindeer Games. We don't know exactly what the challenges are in the Reindeer Games, but that'll be Thursday night's episode. It's only one hour long, and we're going to crown a Big Brother Reindeer Games champion, and that champion wins, what, $100,000? Yeah. So last night, again, the corny thing, uh, what's the story for tonight? Ooh, Elfie Buble's special has been canceled. What are we to do? We need to save Elfie Buble's special. Oh, my God, again with these corny Santa tales. And just be like, hey, here's the competition for the episode. Let's go. Like, why do they have to attach a Santa story to it that's totally made up? And, you know, and these are adults doing this. Like, maybe if, like, this is something I would expect if you were to have, like, a field day with sixth graders around Christmas time and be like, hey, guys, Elfie Buble's concert has been canceled. We need to help him to get to Santa's, you know, to have the concert on Christmas Day for Santa and all the elves. Yay! Not grown adults. And the way they act when they hear the story sitting on the couch with their facial expressions, I'm like, really? Are we doing this? Are we really doing this? Ay, ay, ay. Big Brother Reindeer Games finale on Thursday night. Thank God it'll be over. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. And, uh, again, thanks to everybody uh, for listening. We're almost to the end of 2023. Can't believe it. Got some good things in store for 2024. Tell you about that in the next couple weeks. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Appreciate it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.